everyone's intuition is different and unique. And for some of us, sometimes it helps to fidget. Let me tell you why. This is your moment. In this video, what I want to cover is I want to cover the different ways people focus in on their intuitive channel. I want to talk about things that you can try to figure that out for yourself and what works best and what doesn't work so well, and really give you some techniques and some tools by the end of this. So let me start with this. Some of us, we fidget. Some of us, better off holding still. It's different for everyone. And what does fidgeting or holding still affect, really? It affects our left brain. It affects our brain, our analytical, wanting to figure it out, trying to piece things together brain. When it comes to intuition, I tell people the intuitive channel is going to flow. But the number one thing that's going to get in your way is your left brain. It's your analytical mind. It's yourself getting in your own way saying, I wonder, or I think, or maybe this means. So intuitive information will come through. It'll come so most of the time from out of nowhere. It'll come in, come through, and then instantly we start to try to pick it apart, figure out what it means, analyze it, uh, guess, think, try, put together. All of those things are all human mind analytical thinking. And all of those things get in the way of intuition. But think of it this way, right brain creative, it's our intuitive flow, left brain analytical, okay? Think as if when intuitive information is coming through, the right brain is the male carrier delivering the message. The male carrier is your intuitive channel delivering the information and your left brain, the analytical part of you, part of you that wants to figure it all out is a dog trying to bite the mail carrier. This is a huge hurdle for most people that really work at honing their intuition and getting more accuracy and more information flowing through their intu intuition. And what we want is we want more information and then more information and more information so we can start to put together the guidance that's coming through intuitively. We want uh, to feel, see, hear the things that we need to know, but classic humanness, we get in the way. We block the flow with those wonderful phrases of, I think this means, oh, that could be maybe, see how I'm thinking, see how I'm trying to figure it out. That's the dog biting the mail carrier. And the best thing we can do, love this sentence. You know, <laughs> this is one of my favorite intuitive sentences. The best thing you can do intuitively is just say what you see, feel, and hear. Don't say what you think. Don't don't allow yourself to go down that road of trying to figure it out. Just say what you see, feel, and hear and have trust that your intuition is going to deliver the information in such a way that it will eventually make sense or it will fall into line perfectly. It's when we go, wait, something just came through. Let me figure it out. That's where we allow our left brain to get in the way of the right. It's where we allow the dog to bite the mail carrier, delivering the message, and then they can't keep delivering messages. This is where we get to that point of what helps calm that left brain? What helps train that dog to sit, stay, and be quiet? It's different for everyone. 
This is what I love so much about the Sage Method. Now, when I first opened up, I took a bunch of different intuitive courses and some of them helped a little bit, but in essence, all of the courses that I took, they pretty much sat me down, gave me like cards or a pendulum or something like this and said, what do you pick up? And I remember in each of these classes thinking, and even sometimes saying to the teacher, how does this stuff work? Like, how do I get it to work? How do I know? How, where do I start? How do I hold myself? Like, what can you help me with that type of, of, you know, knowledge when it comes to using my intuition. And there really wasn't much out there. That's part of what I love so much about the SAGE method. The SAGE method honors the fact that everyone's intuition is different. It gives you tools in such a way that you get to try them on for yourself. All the while, it also explains much of what you experience in these videos, why this stuff works, how it works, why am I not progressing past one piece of information? Sometimes it just takes someone to say, hey, could be that dog biting the mail carrier. Let's try a few of these things. Try this, try that, try this, because your left brain is getting in the way of your right brain. Sometimes we need that because. Sometimes we need that understanding of what the actual block is and how to move past it. And most importantly, this is what's taught in the course, most importantly, how it works out best for you because you're different than anyone else. Your brain functions completely different than anyone else does. Mind functions different than everyone else. Every single person is wired differently, uniquely, beautifully, and incredibly. And it's when we start to figure those things out about ourselves, that's when our intuitive channel opens and opens and opens, and it's easier and easier to get more information. And in this particular session, while there is a lot to learn around how to really hone your intuition and be able to sink into that intuitive flow and let it flow and gather a bunch of information, there's a lot to learn to do that. But today, what I'm focused on is recognizing your left brain, recognizing those interruptions, and trying to find a tool that's going to help you calm that left brain. So this video isn't focused on how to get incredible intuitive information or how to get super accurate intuitive information. This video is all about how to hold yourself in such a way that when the information comes through, you don't stop the flow with your left brain. You don't uh, interrupt that moment to say, let me figure it out. Now, we're training this. We're training the left brain. We're training the dog to sit down, to not bite the mail carrier, to not interrupt so that the mail can continue to be delivered, aka the intuitive messages. And like I said, some of us fidget, some of us don't. So what I want you to do is really think about your personality. How best did you learn in school? How best do you receive information and knowledge? How best do you anchor that information and knowledge in to yourself to be able to use it? Are you somebody that learns best in a quiet setting just by reading through a book? Or is it somebody that, you know, if you're some, are you somebody that has to have like that hands-on kind of experience? Do you need to fidget or not fidget? Do you need to sit and meditate and be balanced in that calm? Or do you need something physically distracting? Let me give you some examples. Edgar Casey, for example, was a trance medium. What that means is that he would relax into such a deep state 
of relaxation that it would put him into a trance and that's when the intuitive information would flow that's someone that does not need to fidget that's somebody that needs to be very peaceful very quiet very calm holding still and it's in that trance state that they're able to allow that intuitive channel to flow is that going to work for everyone no, this is why one of uh, my favorite tips to tell people is don't try to be intuitive like someone else is. Figure out how it works for you. Okay, some of us, that works. Some of us, the more quiet, the more peaceful, everything needs to hold still and be silent. Now the intuitive information starts to come through. For others, however, there's a physical distraction that is that helps. And perhaps you've seen readers who draw or write on paper while they're reading. Sometimes they just doodle on paper and it's not, and, and what even comes up on the paper doesn't make sense. It's just scribbles. And it's not even part of the intuitive flow. It's the act of moving their hand and drawing on the paper that calms and distracts the left brain. This would be an example of someone who really benefits from fidgeting, from that physical movement. I know some individuals can sit, read a book, or absorb something off of uh, television, or um, you know some sort of a video or something, and they can absorb it all and they can retain it. I know other individuals that it's better suited for them if they're moving when they are receiving information in order for them to retain that information. Think about that in conjunction with yourself. And chances are really good that, and we don't say that this is, you know, across the board for all people, but chances are very good. How you best learn and retain information is also most likely how your intuitive channel is best utilized, how it is best for you to hold yourself while intuitive information is coming through. Okay, let's get to the meat of this. Let's get to the the the, the concepts, in, or not the concepts, but the actual tasks and what you can do with this. For me, I'm a fidgeter. I it, Fun story, actually, we went to a, a ghost hunt years back, and I typically have either like a quarter or a stone or um, something like that to fidget. And I move it between my hands back and forth like I'm kneading dough or something. It was It's just that's how I fidget. And so that fidgeting distracts my left brain and allows my right brain to let the information just flow. Also, if I'm moving, sometimes it helps. Sometimes if I'm like rocking back and forth, that'll help. Or if I'm, you know, pacing, sometimes that helps as well. Fun story. We go to this ghost hunt and I forgot... Like I, I ended up getting there with none of my tools. I didn't have, and I didn't have any coins on me. <laughs> and I didn't have any stones on me or anything like that. And I was, it was a bar. It was, uh, we were doing this late at night. The bar owner was still there. It was a commercial area. And I walked up to the bar owner and I saw behind them a whole jar full of corks from wine bottles. And I thought, oh, that is the perfect thing for me because it's just the right size and I can fidget with it. And I said to her, can I use one of those corks while I you know, go through the building and, and tap in? Because as a medium, it really helps me to be able to fidget with something. And she's like, oh, you're not, you're not very skilled at what you do, are you? It was something along the lines of, oh, I'm sorry, you still need that, you know, little thing to help you be able to tap in. And I was just like, hmm. It took me a while to figure out that I was uh, subtly insulted. <laughs> and then I just let it go and went on with my day. But 
what she didn't understand. And she had the stereotype that really good mediums or really good intuitives have to be in silence, holding still, you know, and centered. And unfortunately, what she didn't realize is that everyone's different. And when we open up to how it works best for us, that's when the good stuff comes through. So give me that wine cork. Thank you very much. I don't even think I said it that harshly. <laughs> I took the wine cork, walked through the building. I was able to fidget with it. It distracted my left brain enough that I was able to collect all the information there at that, that time. So it was very helpful. For you, this is what I want you to do. I want you to uh, repeatedly over the next couple of days, if you can, carve out a minute or two longer if you'd like, if you've got that availability. But this isn't about quantity. This is about quality. And I want you to try two different things. I want you to try sitting still, quiet, peaceful, maybe headphones to block out noise. I want you absolutely still. And I want you to, to uh, think to yourself and or say out loud, I am open to intuitive information coming through. And then I want you to just sit and receive. If you see, feel, or hear anything, make note of it. Don't try to figure it out. Just let it come in and then let it go. Let it come in and let it go. When you're done, if anything did come through, I want you to write it down on paper. Now, when you're done with that, shake it off, reset, walk around the room, find something to fidget with. Pen to paper, wine cork, whatever it is, a pencil, a necklace, a stone that means something to you. Find something to fidget with and let yourself fidget. And then again, sit for a minute or two minutes, a little bit longer if you have that time and allow, think or say out loud, I'm allowing intuitive information to come through. You know, any intuitive messages that can come through, please come through now. When they come through, what you see, feel, and hear, receive that. Don't try to figure it out. Let it go. And when you're done, I want you to write down everything, if anything, that did come through. Really, what I'm doing is asking you to try holding still and to try fidgeting and see which one makes it easier for you to relax in to your natural intuitive flow. I understand that there is so much to learn. There's so many of these little nuances when it comes to being able to utilize our intuition because most of us weren't raised naturally using it. But that's what I'm here for. <laughs> That's my job and I love what I do and I love you and I love that you are here and I love that you're going inward and I love that you're listening to your heart and to your spirit and to your intuition. So give this a try. See how it works for you. You might find out something that you really, really love about your intuitive channel. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.